Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey y'all, this is Janice Cohen, the intuitive therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. Unbelievable that we're well kind of into July, kind of weird. I guess when, when for me, getting older, uh, time passes so much faster. So being present matters more and more. You know, I, I was thinking about this topic, why it's hard to trust yourself, because I think most people experience this. And I think it's perhaps one of the most dominant challenges people face in their lives is trusting themselves fully. And if you're somebody that has a hard time trusting yourself fully and you're an empath and intuitive and want to learn how to do more of that, I would highly encourage you to hop over to Facebook, join my group, The Intuitive Therapist, and um, I'll be talking about that, doing lives, talking about things that matter to uh, women and empathic women, intuitive women, psychic women, women who have gifts, who want to understand more about them and use them for good. So, and to, like I said, learn how to trust yourself more fully. So some of us over the course of our lives though, doubt some decisions we make. And then there are those who doubt almost all of the decisions they make. So I wonder where you fall and I wonder why that is. Well, today we're gonna to talk about why it's hard to trust yourself and how you can start to change that right now. I grew up in a very traditional family system where my dad worked, my mother stayed home with the kids until we were all in elementary school, and then she, be, she uh, became my father's office manager, managing his private practice for the remaining four plus decades of his career. And my dad came from a brutal background, alcoholic, abusive father, depressed mother because she was beaten by her husband, the kids were beaten too, and lived in Roxbury, Massachusetts, a very, very rough and poor part of Boston. And my mom lost her mom when she was 16 months old, and she went to live with her paternal grandmother for, 18, for eight years, the, the first eight years of her life, until her dad remarried. And my mother's stepmother treated my mother like Cinderella, a lowly maid and caregiver to her two younger stepsisters. Both of my parents, they had to grow up quickly and become independent of their parents at a young age. And I wonder how many of you had to do that too. Fast forward to our family. We grew up with a deep value of family, togetherness, communication, and the value of honoring our religious traditions and we children didn't want for anything, thank God. My father worked hard to provide for us all because he didn't have shit. And he knew he wanted better for his children and his family. And if you haven't figured it out already, there are no perfect parents. Every parent, in one way or another, screws their kids up. Sure, there are healthier families, but no perfect childhoods 
and no perfect families, no matter what anybody says, they had the best childhood, they had the best family, nah. Everybody has flaws, every parent, couple has flaws, we're all flawed. We weren't perfect either. But one of the things that we are still is, is close. We're a close, loving family. And that says a great deal about what's possible when parents prioritize their children and their own relationships above all else. And one of the challenges of my family was developing our sense of independence as kids. Sure, we were given chores, participated in summer camps, had sleepovers, went away to college, worked, but we were strongly discouraged from challenging authority. In other words, speaking our own mind and uh, doing our own thing, traveling far away, uh, going away for school, taking risks. We were guided to play it safe. So it took each of us many years to cultivate, uh, each of the children, many years to cultivate our own sense of selves and our own clear views and perspectives with certainty to be able to stand on our own. And this may sound fucked up to you. It may sound weird, odd, like, what is that about? What are you talking about? So all I ask is that you listen to this with a, with a non-judgmental mind, right? Because there's a saying, uh, you know, you point your finger there, there are three fingers pointing back at you. So I ask that you just allow yourself to be in a compassionate position, compassionate position for me, as I share vulnerably with you. And as you look at your own life, thinking about what, what I say, if it triggers you. So all of this storytelling is leading me to sharing with you that it took me decades to truly trust myself because we all have a root cause for the things that we are challenged by. And in fact, I've spoken about this in previous podcast episodes because I just truly believe in being transparent. And if it pokes you in the wrong way, if, if you judge it, if you have any kind of reaction other than just the observer listening, then I would suggest that you look at that. I would suggest that you look at what is going on that you're triggered by either not wanting to hear my stories, wanting to hear my stories, or what the stories have to trigger inside of you. So yeah, I've spoken about all of this a lot on my previous podcast, and I've spent much of my adult life feeling like a fuck up and a failure. And this doesn't help me when it comes to self-trust, right? This never, never did. And I was taught to do what I was told, even though my nature is to oppose authority and to do things the way I wanted to do them. When I grew up, it always backfired. All over, not just at home, at school. I was the one that talked back. I was the one that talked out. And I was the one that got sent to detention because of it. Uh, but I guess it's just who I am. I was easily talked out of decisions that I wanted to make because it didn't make sense to my parents at times. Not all decisions, but some decisions that they felt right to me and I felt excited about them. But because I was raised to depend on my parents' approval and confirmation and guidance for my decisions, the minute they cast any doubt or suggested to, to do something different, uh, in a particular way, my certainty kind of was thrown out the window and I'd cave. It wasn't until I grew into myself in my 40s 
that I no longer craved my parents' approval or their output. I did what I wanted, and I either learned from my failures or I celebrated my successes with or without their approval. Which leads me to the point in my life at 54 years old, feeling more confident than ever about who I am, what I know I deserve, and strong about the decisions that I make. So I wonder what your story is about, about how you became a second guesser. We all have one. And no matter what the story is or how long you've carried it and let it define you, you can rewrite your story anytime. And maybe you've heard this one time before, 10 times before people say you can rewrite your story. But the whole point of that is that you see, you know, it, it was a gift from my parents that I experienced what I did with them. It's a gift what you've experienced in your life, even if it was really shitty. It taught me how to value my own opinions, decisions, and actions. And I can't blame my parents or anyone else for that matter about how I've conducted my life. We all have experiences in life that we can't let either define us or move us forward or determine who we are or be held back by them. No one and nothing is to blame for your helpless, your helplessness, your low identity, your negative identity, or your lack of sense of wholeness. You're entirely responsible for all of that. And that's a good thing. And I'm going to tell you why. Because that means that at any moment, you can change how you identify yourself as, right? The title you give yourself, the meaning of all of your life experiences that you decide to give yourself, right? The meaning and the sense of self-worth and confidence that you have. Trouble is that when we attempt to trust ourselves, when we're not quite ready, we're clinging to and attached to the person you were. Does this make sense? So you're living off the stories of the past. You're living off the behaviors of yourself and everybody else, and you're looking back. And the one, the one who, you know, if, if you're somebody who moves through life from the identity of who you've been in the past, even the past of this moment, where you feel like you're the one that didn't matter, the one who felt like an outlier, the one who had to live up to her family expectations, the one who didn't speak up for herself or himself, the one who sacrificed her dreams uh, or his dreams for your marriage or your sense of safety or your true heart's desires or whatever you decided you would do in the name of certainty, right? You see, when we're attached to who we were, that version of ourselves that has a past, we can't actually move forward and develop into the person that we're capable of becoming because we are so identified with that past version. When we are still attached to our past selves, here's the truth, y'all. We let our past dictate our future. And when we do that, we get nowhere because we don't allow for things to be different. We don't allow things to change. 
we move through our life with this past identity of limitations. And that will never get you to a place where you feel limitless. So we stay stuck and we don't grow. We don't expand. We fear change and we stay in our bubble of what we know of how we've defined who we are. But the truth is that every single one of us has a history of making the right best decisions and doing it easily. But we just don't acknowledge that. We simply look at all the decisions that have seemed hard or seem hard to make because we're too scared to make them, right? Because we don't know what outcome it will bring or if we can handle an outcome that we didn't predict. So we don't make these seemingly difficult decisions. This is why we don't trust ourselves. But what if you could change all of that by simply deciding in each moment, just one moment at a time, that you not only trust yourself because you have a whole life experience of making decisions where you felt certain. So what if you decided just to trust yourself, but to also trust that the universe can be trusted and believe that, and that no matter what happens to you or for you, that you've got what it takes to overcome and thrive. You see, most people who don't believe in themselves don't believe they can overcome and thrive. That's the thing. You're too scared of fucking up, making the wrong decision and screwing up your life. When in fact, you know, you're just sitting in the feelings and you believe that that's all you can do. But that's not why you've come to this earth school to just feel like shit and to feel stuck. You've come to this earth school to learn to overcome and thrive because everything in your life is your teacher. So if you used everything in your life, if you said, okay, let me look at my past and let me see where that got me. What did I learn? How did I become a better person because of the bad things that happened? And if I haven't, how can I become a better person because of the bad things that happened or the poor choices that I made, which were never poor. They were just choices that led you down a different path. So how can you bounce back and move forward? So, so when you think about the things that have happened in your life, from your parents who make mistakes doing the best they could, the best they knew how at the time, from all of your broken hearts and broken relationships and pain and heartbreaks, from all of your mistakes and perceived failures, from all of your missed opportunities, the regrets, the lamenting, we all have those feelings, those thoughts, those beliefs. It's all good shit. This is what you get to learn from. No matter how hard your life has been, you get to learn each day about who you are and of what you're made if you choose to learn from your past. You get to redefine who you are. If you choose to change your perspective about what it means to trust yourself, it boils down to this. You don't trust yourself because of your own uncertainty to be able to handle the outcome of making new decisions. And what if, what if you could actually handle any outcome? What if you could? What if that was the truth? What if you could lean on a force greater than yourself and actually trust that? 
to help you navigate through any of the tough times you've experienced in the past, now, and in the future. What if that was the case, that you actually had the real, true, full support? What if you learned to change what mistakes mean to you? And instead of being a failure, you became a student who learns from those mistakes and then lets the testimony define you instead of the test. To trust yourself fully, in my opinion, means that no matter what decisions you make, you know that the outcome will benefit you, even if it's one that you don't like, that you don't want, or that you fear happening, and that you know that if it happens, you trust in the, in the, the greater force above you, and you accept it and learn from it and move on. You see, to trust yourself fully means that no matter what decision you make, you know that the outcome will benefit you, right? So when you trust yourself fully, you just know that it's all going to work out and that you'll find a way to create your dreams. You'll always find a way to make it better because you don't have to do it alone. You have this internal GPS. Everybody has it. It's called intuition. And when you feel like you can't trust yourself, it's because you're not listening to what your soul knows you need to do. You're thinking yourself through life. Yep, thinking is important. But when you want to get to the places that you want to get to, it's not through your thinking. It's through trusting your gut. And it's through trusting the universe and God that you'll be guided every step of the way and that you don't have to know anything. You just have to be open. And once you do that, you'll manifest the shit out of what you want in your life. Because once you have certainty in yourself that you trust what your gut is telling you, and that you trust that God has got your back, the universe has got your back, and God and the universe and your guides want everything for you that you want, you have certainty everywhere in your life. You will be relaxed. You will be calm. And it's like you take this heavy burden that you've carried off your shoulders and you lay it down and you say, you know what? I don't have to know everything. All I need to do is be open and trust. I need to be clear about what I want. And if I'm doubt, doubtful of whether or not I can have it, you won't have certainty and you won't trust yourself to get it. But if you know for sure that it belongs to you and it's already in existence, you just have to do your due diligence to get there and you, you can trust that you're going to be guided, it'll come to you fast. You won't be afraid to leave that unhealthy relationship and to be on your own. You won't be afraid to speak up and stand out even when no one agrees with you. You won't be afraid to step outside your comfort zone and do new things that expand you and help you grow. And you won't ever have a single regret in your life. So to me, it pays off deeply to trust yourself fully. It's just your higher self and your ego that battles each other when you become confused. And when you believe that you can't make smart decisions, decisions that work out in your favor 100% of the time. So my question to you is this, 
Are you going to let your ego win? The ego that says, uh, stay small, stay stuck. Don't do that. You might not like it. it you might get hurt. It might be wrong. Uh-oh. Right? The one that keeps you mousy and small. Or are you going to tell your ego to take a hike and give your higher self and your intuition, your, your intuitive self, the keys to your car so it can get in and take you for a drive? It's up to you. But I can tell you the, this one thing. Uh, there is so much joy when you resist attaching meaning to who you were in your past and that you just kind of look at it and observe it and go, huh, this happened. What can I learn from it? Versus, yeah, this happened. And this is how I'm just going to identify myself. I was abused or, or beaten or drug addict or got fired from every job or a fuck up. The one belief, you know, that I held for most of my life. And I remember, I, I can't recall exactly when, when, but I remember when I laid that identity down. I got sick and tired of carrying it because all it did was screw me. That's all it did. And I remember in this part of my life saying, okay, self, I don't want to identify as a failure anymore. Show me the way. What can I do in my life? What can I take ownership of so I can let this identity go? What new identity can I adopt that will allow me to feel good and strong and powerful and get out from under this oppression that I have given to myself? There is so much joy when you resist attaching meaning to who you were in your past and the decisions that you made up until now. It doesn't help you to belittle yourself, to beat yourself up, to keep kicking yourself in the ass, unless it motivates you in the direction that you want, right? For some people it does, but for most it doesn't work. It keeps you playing in that yucky feeling space rather than in the being space or doing space. So I want you to imagine what your life would be like if you began each day without your past to define you. I want you to think about that. Like if you, if you woke up today and you didn't have a past to look back on or think about or feel or know about, and this was the first day on earth for you, where you are right now at your age, with your wisdom, who would you be? What would you be doing? How would you think? Can you imagine how expansive and exciting your life would feel if you did not have your past or if you did not choose your past to define you? Can you imagine how much you'd accomplish and how much you'd trust yourself then? Clean slate. So I invite you to clean your slate. I invite you to look back at your life as an education because here's the truth. Your soul incarnated in this lifetime to experience all of this. And likely that if you've had a very difficult time, a very difficult life, you have been meant to become something fucking amazing. You've been meant for more. 
So please lean into your dreams. Please lean into the allowing of your dreams to become your reality. Stay focused on what you know you want. Lean into your future self a year, three years, five years, 10 years, 20 years down the road. Connect with that version that's already been living that dream life. Who knows better? Who knows that where you are now isn't where you're always going to be because you always have choice. Redefine who you are. Like for example, you know, I think of myself as a badass, right? A badass CEO or whatever. Badass Janice, ready to make her mark. What title would you give yourself? What does your future self tell you about what you're capable of? I can only imagine how much you'd accomplish and how much you would trust yourself then if all you did was live from the truth of who you are without the identity that you've given yourself from your past where you're so connected to your dreams, your desires, and where you know that you don't have to know it all. You don't have to think of the answers or the solutions that all you have to do is lean into the spiritual support and your intuitive guidance and just take one step after the next. And you'll be surprised at all the synchronicities that show up then confirm that you're on the right path. I pray for that for you. I wish that for you. I hope you do that for yourself. Live today and every day as if you don't have a past identity, a past story. Start fresh. What would your life be like then? I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, and as always, Live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.